This is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Ilana. I'm the lead singer of Mode of Black. It's an absolute pleasure to be chatting to you this evening. First up, I absolutely adore your video, Lift Me Up. I keep watching oh. it. It's fantastic. It's already had over 100,000 hits. That's yeah. amazing. I know. I'm, how, like, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> how does that feel for you? It must be so gratifying. It feels great. I mean, like, we had a lot of hiccups on the way to getting this song out. Um, we were ready to go with a few other songs right before COVID, and that shut us down. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know if we were going to be able to get it back together. So for our first, like, big release with uh, having a new label, it was great that there was a response, especially since we're pretty unknown. So, like, it was great that so many people checked out the video. You are, guys. Honestly, um, I was like, who's Motif Black? I was like, <laughs> I've got really curious. But, yeah, you are pretty well unknown at the moment, but you're going to be huge, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're a ninja now, then. Can you do oh, ninja properly? It was, a, it was an experience. It was something that was like super out of my comfort zone. And we were, uh, you know, trying to like do this whole girl power. You don't need anyone but yourself. Yeah. It, it was awesome. It was the best part of the video was watching the, the stunt fighters there just like practicing. I was shocked. You're telling me that's not you on the top there doing the spins and that. I thought it was you. <laughs> the I'm, disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> it is an awesome song um, with you and the Butcher's Babies, Carla Harvey. Are there hopes for more collaborations with her in the future? And uh, I would love to work with Carla again. She was such a pleasure to work with. She was just the nicest, coolest, badass chick. Um, I actually already finished the album, but I'm totally open. I love working with other women, especially in the genre of music. I think it's super important to stay together and support each other. And it always sounds better when you get like a mix of two people's vibes. Absolutely. She's quite tiny compared to you, though, isn't she? <laughs> I had heels on and she had flats on, so I was like... Ah. <laughs> okay, then. So what's next for Motive Black, then? What, when is the album dropping? Uh, we're, we don't have an exact date. It'll probably be about three months from now. We're going to drop one more single first and then cool. album. That's brilliant. Um, how pleased are you to be signed to AFM? I mean, they're huge, aren't they? I am so happy i mean like i said right before covid i sort of was like yeah i worked really hard i put in a lot of my own money to get this like i had an ep ready and then when everything just shut down i was sort of tapped i was like well <laughs> do and then they um kind of came to the rescue and i'm super excited they're super supportive they give you all the creative freedom that you want which is yeah. i think rare and I, I really appreciate that yeah, I've sort of like done work for them for about nine years now, and they are fantastic. They're spot on. They really are. It's Why the name Motive Black, and what other names were you going to use? Um, so Motive Black, we were actually, the songs we haven't released yet all had like a really dark undertone. Um, mm. We were sort of falling into this like bad intentions, finding your way through like bad situations. And um we were throwing all these names around and every name that we threw around existed already or, you know, like we were like, it's not easy. It can't be easy. <laughs> um, so, uh, the old drummer from, uh, Papa Roach was on a phone call with me and my manager and he's like, what about like motive black? And we were like, what, what does motive black mean? And I was like, it's perfect. It, like, like 
it's a little bit of bad intention. I don't know, like no one knows who we are yet. And it's kind of like creates interest, I think. It does. It does. Well, it's done the trick. Yeah, absolutely. Because I saw it and I was like, hmm, interesting. It's <laughs> a dark line to every song that I do. Yeah. Right. I'm like a happy person, but I really channel all of my emotions through music. It's sort of like a therapy. So there's, there's pretty dark Line. I know that feeling, man. Honestly, the music, music's my therapy through life. Metal music, rock music has been since I was 12, honestly. So, yeah. But it's amazing. You can actually do it as an artist yourself. That's just such a talent, honestly. Um, I can't sing. <laughs> when I was when I was growing up, we had Lita Ford, showing my age, right? Um, now, I mean, it's, it's, it's astounding how many female singers there are there. Um, it must be so uplifting and so motivating for you. I mean, when did you first realize you could sing like you can and what motivates you to keep going? So when I was up, my dad had um, a nightclub, like a music club in Manhattan. And on Thursdays, they were a singer-songwriter night. And one yeah. night, I wanted to go in to see him and they had no one to watch me. So they brought me in to see it. And I saw all these people just like singing songs that didn't exist yet. They had made up these, like, I was like what is this? And I just fell in love. And I actually, I fell into theater for a while, but I always had this, like this, I liked writing my own songs. I liked heavier music. So mm. I sort of um, dove into both of those things and really got to stretch my voice. And I think they really influence each other. Like uh, having like a, they're both such emotive ways of singing, like kind of singer songwriting and, and doing theater yeah. and bringing, and like rock and metal, I just think is like so theatrical. So yeah, I, I I saw that. I went home, started singing. My parents were like, she doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> so they really fostered that and supported me. And then I befriended, she's actually a very close family friend. Her name's Melissa Cross. And she's like a, a screaming singing teacher. She teaches like... I've heard of her, yeah. So I've been working with her since I was like a kid. She's almost like... Yeah. almost. Right, yeah, I've heard of that name. This is water, by the way. It's not vodka. Oh. <laughs> I wish. No, it's just water. Um, so you are based in LA. You moved over from New York, didn't you? So obviously that's like probably going the width of Great Britain twice, probably. Mm -hmm. um, I understand you've done shows at the Viper Room. Now, is that the one that's closing now? Because obviously that was famous back yeah. in the strip days. I think they're building the whole sunset strip they're turning into like condos taking away like everything but yeah the viper room when i first moved here i didn't know a lot of people and the viper room has this thing on mondays where musicians just come together uh they assign you a song you never work together and then you just go and perform it that night it's all musicians hanging out drinking playing and that's really how i met a lot of musicians here and how i got to like keep my chops up was by going and doing these like mm. jam sessions Absolutely. So obviously you're starting off as a small band, I'm guessing. Um, but how important do you think it is, especially this day and age, to like have good contact with your fans and followers? Is that really important to you? Yeah, I think it's really important. I, I feel very split on it because there was this like magic to like rocks, like rock singers and performers and stuff when I was younger. Yeah. It's, like they were like untouchable. Yeah. And now, and so I, I kind of liked that, but then in the same way, on the other side of it, it's super nice to like really be able to connect directly yeah. with the fans of. So I think it's like a double-edged sword. Definitely, it takes, yeah. I love magic. Like it takes away, you know, I mean, 
some of my favorite singers are showing me what they're making for breakfast in the morning and I'm like really <laughs> but, but but I think it is a really great way for people to connect with the people okay. that really are the soundtrack to their life you know yeah yeah well I suppose like this interview really I mean it would have been back in the past just the phone or even it would have to be until you came to the UK for us to be able to do this so it is it's like say it's double-edged sword definitely I mean I laugh at Sebastian about my namesake, well, Sebastian. I mean, he, when he's drunk, he should not go on Twitter. It's just, don't do it, dude. Just why do you do it? <laughs> don't argue with people. Okay, back to the music. Um, when your album's released, can we expect it to be out on different formats? And how many tracks? Is it even going to have them sort of like mega excited for this album? And it's like, you know, I'm in suspense here. <laughs> There's a left tracks and i'm really excited because uh ray luzier plays on five of them or six of them i think yeah and wow. he brings like there are like my favorite songs on the albums but he brought them to a whole new level and he was such a great guy to work with super nice super supportive um but yeah it's it's gonna be it's cool, cool. The album because some of it's a lot it really like kind of goes all over the place right really about um going through like a transition and how like the dark parts of transitioning to a new part of your life and the mm. ups and downs and kind of like dealing with trauma and getting through it so some songs are angry some songs are like empowering some songs are like it's kind of like a a work through of my brain going through significant change sounds awesome sounds brilliant okay then so if you could which three female fronted bands would you go on tour with um, I would love to go on tour with Hailstorm. <laughs> Hailstorm. I would love to go on tour with the Butcher Babies because absolutely, yeah. And then I've been listening to this band um, Plush lately. This band, so I'd really love to check them out. And then I'm a really big fan. I don't know if we'd be the same tour, but I'm really liking Dorothy's new stuff. Like she sounds great. Cool. Awesome. That's brilliant. Okay, so sort talking about concerts and that, what has been the most memorable concert you've ever been to? I mean, you're still young, so you still got them to the head. <laughs> so, the first System of Down concert I ever went to was one of the coolest experiences of my life. I was slammed up against the stage. I was, like, really young, and it was just, like, I I'm a huge fan of Serge Tonkin, and it was just, like, an excellent excellent show I, my mind was blown and then i guess right before covid i went to go see corn with allison chains and wow. i got to stage and i got to watch allison chains and see the audience it was just like that would be amazing corn and it, both of those bands like incredible, incredible. that would be absolutely amazing great um okay then so can you tell me what was the first album you ever owned I think it was probably a Guns N' Roses album. And it was because my older cousin was a huge, like, Guns N' Roses fan. She, like, sorry, my pit bull's growling over there. Um, <laughs> she, she, my Bengal cats, meowing. <laughs> oh, blessed. And, and like, she, like, just thought he was, like, the hottest thing. And I was because I thought she was cool. So, I, so I Guns N' Roses album, but the first one I really remember connecting to deeply was Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Is there a song by another artist that you wish you'd written? There's a lot of songs by a lot of artists that I'd wish I'd written. What's the most recent one? <laughs> uh, 
that I was. Oh shit! You've just disappeared. You... Am I back? Ah, uh, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Sorry. Was that your pit bull? <laughs> I was listening. There's a bunch of Rising songs. Which I don't have the ability to sing at all, but I wish I wrote some of those. Like I was listening to uh, Mantra the other day, and I thought that was like, it's not new, but I thought that was like a pretty dope song. <clears throat> cool. How would you describe your music then to someone that's never heard of you before? I would say it's like you know, got a little bit of a new metal thing. I grew up listening to Linkin Park and stuff, but I definitely, I, I was a huge Alanis Morissette fan and a grunge, like a lot of grungy bands. So I think it's kind of a hybrid of that sort of stuff. Like, I, like you definitely got the heavy music in the back, but a little bit of a grungy sound vocally. Cool. Okay, next one then, we're gonna talk tattoos. You've got one sleeve, are you gonna have another sleeve? Oh. Yeah, I was looking at that, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was like, yeah, that's lush. I love that. I really love the black and white. You know, when you think, shit, why didn't I do black and white? But I went coloured, but anyway. Do you, um, oh, what's she called? God. Sorry, my brain's gone. In the last set of Infected Rain, I can't think what she's called now. But anyway, oh, she's done oh. this whole, she's, I don't know why she's done it, but she's gone all black and, up there. I don't understand that. That's like, seems to be the new fashion. Yeah, every, yeah. Uh, doing the blackout stuff. Half on D's been doing the blackout stuff too. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't want to cover them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know it's a bit strange. Okay. Um. Next one. Um. Away from music, then. What do you like to get up to, or are you, are you a bit like me, just music, music, music? Really into music. I love seeing a lot of like local bands. I like just going out random places and seeing bands I've never heard of. Um. <laughs> Super into pit bulls. I spend a lot of time doing dog-related activities. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. Okay, then can you complete your sentence for me? Everybody needs motive black in their lives because... Because sometimes you just got to scream and let your emotions out. Absolutely. What's the most important thing to you right now? The most important thing for me right now is getting the best stage show I can together and getting some tour dates going because I yeah. really the best part is connecting with people. I mean, it's great that we can connect via camera and via Instagram, but I just want to get on stage right now and do like really put the songs out there the best way that they can be put out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's hope we get over to the UK, if not over to mainland Europe. Yeah. Be, I'm sure you will with AFM. I'm sure you will. Um, this is just a quick fire round and I'll let you go. Um, so the first one is festival or small intimate gig? Festival. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Saint or sinner? Sinner. Pizza or beer? Beer. Beer. Last one's a bit contentious, maybe. I don't know. Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? I'm not a fan of either of them at the moment, but... <laughs> Fair enough. We'll just say we'll say animal at the Muppets then. Yeah, that's cool. All right. I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been awesome chatting to you. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers and listeners? Uh yeah, check us out. Uh, uh, we're on all platforms Motive Black Instagram. We're just Motive Black and um there's links to everything there. And I'm Great. so excited the music's finally out. I can't wait for the next single to come out. And I'm so glad everyone's been liking it.
but you can't lift me